Hey guys, I'm Nick here with Tanner and Zach, and thanks for tuning into the Voyager Way, a podcast dedicated to sharing our passion for everything outdoors with listeners just like you. Whether it's talking about incredible trips we've been on, teaching you the best way to get your own adventure started, or talking with amazing guests about the incredible things they've done or places they've been. You can find it all here on the Voyager Way. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Voyager Way podcast. Today, we are talking with two more amazing guests who agreed to talk to us about how they built a van and what it's been like living in it for a few months into their year-long adventure. We are also blessed enough to call these two beautiful humans friends, and we're able to see this van in person this last weekend. Their names are Peter and Abby. They met over winter break while both going to college in Minnesota and are now engaged to be married in September of 2021. They are currently working part-time remote jobs while they travel the country in their van together. Peter, Abby, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for agreeing to hop on here. Yeah, happy to be talking to you guys. Yeah, me too. Um, so I guess, I and I've been kind of um, reading your guys' blog. Zach, have you been kind of tuning in a little yep. bit too, which has been awesome, by the way. Um, so I read kind of how you guys like thought or like how this idea kind of came into fruition, but you just want to, for the listener's sake, um, kind of tell everybody kind of how this started and what, what made you guys want to do this? Okay. Yeah. yeah so, um, I think it was probably two summers ago we were at, um, his cousin's wedding and we were just outside chatting and Peter just looks at me and he's like, hey, would you ever want a van? And I was like, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> um, and I think that it kind of just started out as more of an idea. Um, and then, Past that, we were just looking on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace, and then we finally found a, we found one van um, that we went and checked out, but it was not super nice and a lot like more over our price range than we were interested in. Um, so then the one that we did end up getting, um, we just like after we bought it, we were like, "Oh, this is happening now." Yep. <laughs> just committed. Yeah. yeah, I would add to that too. Like when I was talking about it that day that she was describing, like I was saying it in kind of like a daydreamy way, like not really expecting much. And then yep. she, when she was just like, "Yeah, I'd do that," it was just like so serious. And I was like, "Holy <laughs> yes, okay, no takebacks." <laughs> so how did you how did you kind of set? And Peter, we've talked about this too, but how did you guys kind of set the price range for the? Because I'm assuming for anybody who's kind of going into it, they could be like, "Well, geez, you could probably spend." like thirty, forty thousand dollars on it, or you could just budget the heck out of it and spend like five or whatever. Yeah. Um, so our goal is to spend less than a year of rent. Uh, we we're living in northeast Minneapolis, so that was about like eighteen grand for a year. Okay. Um so we thought as long as we stay under that, um, even if it's like a older van, like mm-hmm. we'll we'll be kind of getting our money's worth, I guess. Yeah. So if you guys were been living in like Fargo, North Dakota, then you only would have got like $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> so how long did it take you guys from when you bought the van to when you guys like left or had it finished, I guess you could say? How long was there in between there? Yeah, so we bought it in October of 2019. Right? Yep. yep. And then um, we finished it in like july august of 2020 and then we hit the road um mid-september of 2020 wow so about a year we worked on it about a year but it was like mostly done in the spring i would say and then throughout the summer kind of adding finishing touches Mm -hmm. what was the hardest part 
from the build for you guys? Uh, you can answer that first. <laughs> or I can go first. Yeah, I can answer. Um, for me, I would say the most challenging thing was just like figuring out the solar system, like like all the different components we needed for that to make it like functional and to be enough to meet our needs. And then also like most importantly to make it safe, like not start any fires or anything. Did you guys do uh, everything, everything yourself? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And yeah, I, I read in one of your blog posts that like, obviously there's some stuff online, but it's probably hard to find like specifics for exactly like, there's not a step-by-step guide to building a van probably. Yeah. We pulled from a lot of different resources for sure. Like some people do have some pretty thorough websites, but maybe you don't exactly want to do um, everything the way they did it. Um, but with all the information that's out there, you can pretty much figure out how to do whatever you need. And yeah, yeah you learn a lot for sure. Mm-hmm. But you, so have you, to oh, yeah. your, you have to say your, your hardest part. Um, for me, it's much, much less technical. Um, I just remember like it's the middle of winter. We're getting ready to insulate the van and you just have to stick um, like insulation foam just in all the smallest places. And I just remember like our hands are all cut up. You're freezing. <laughs> and it was more just like a challenging thing of do we feel like we insulated it well enough so we will be warm? Yep. Um, and just the fact that it was the middle of winter doing that. <laughs> yeah. And that's like not rewarding work. Either. Yeah. So like when you get done, like after a day of doing that, you're like, well, that really sucked. And you look at the yeah. van, you're like, well, it's still just an empty set. <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of the same, but I'm excited. excited. <laughs> What would you say is now that you guys have lived in it for a little while now, what was like the best feature that you put into the van, like in the mm-hmm. build? Um, I would say hands down for me, it would be, um, I, there's different types to do the bed situation. Um, and a lot of vans, they have it where the band, the bed is stationary and it's just there all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say my favorite part is where we have it with the table in the middle and then it's a booth style, so then you can push the table down, and then it turns into a bed. Um, so I think that's definitely my favorite part. Yeah, I agree. I, I love that layout. Um, like, we can have, like, six people in there just, like, sitting at the table and, like, drinking yep. and playing cards. It's, like, super – feels super spacious until someone has to get out and go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you guys had that kind of going away party, like, it, we had – yeah, we had, like, six people at the table, and then we had, like, mm-hmm. two or three other people just standing up. So that was – Cause I've looked at a lot of, or I've definitely gone down the rabbit hole of like looking at different like YouTube <laughs> videos and that kind of stuff. And there's so many different ways that you could do it. Um, one thing I saw um, that people didn't like about the booth style was that it, like having, you had to make the bed or unmake the bed in order to use that. But Peter, mm-hmm. you said this weekend that it only takes you guys like a couple minutes to get it flipped. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. Like two or three minutes probably. Yeah. So it's not too bad. No, no. Yeah. That's uh. And so what, and I know as far as like functional, I guess, Peter, what, what was your, what's your favorite thing that about the van? And I know, cause Abby, we talked about like almost like more aesthetically or just like your favorite feature when we were at your going away party was the record player, which is a super cool addition. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say that's my favorite. Like, so like the layout I think is awesome. But if you're talking about like a specific mm-hmm. thing, uh, yeah, we have our record player in there. We have a bunch of records um, and that's been really cool just to be, you know, you're like parked in a cool place, like have the doors open if it's nice out and just like listen to a record all the way through. Like mm-hmm. it's a, 
just I like that it was built cool. into like the counter as well. Like there's like you like, flip up the counter and it's like yeah. so that's super cool. Yeah, and it's cool too. <clears throat> I don't I don't think I showed you guys this, but um we have like the little hook so when it flips up you can kind of display the record um case there. So it's like uh yeah, it's almost like an added decoration yeah. almost. Yeah. Super cool. So how was um so you guys kind of decide that yep this van this thing is happening like and then you bought a van like yeah this thing is definitely happening um <laughs> assuming you guys both had like full-time jobs at that point how easy was the transition to um and did you guys always know that you want to go down to part-time or like were were part of you thinking like oh maybe we can still like do a, a full like 35 40 hour week while we're doing this or did you instantly like no if, if we want to get the most out of this experience then it probably just makes more sense to go part-time yeah, I would say um, as we were discussing and building the van, um, kind of like you said, we just wanted to make the most of the experience. Um, and it's one of those things too where I feel like we're young enough where it wasn't a huge um, like hit on our career goals, I would yeah. say, in order to bring our time down to 20 hours a week. Um, so, And I think that we are all, both kind of set on that the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, um, your question about getting a part-time job. Um, I had a different job before my one that I have currently that I started in March. Um, and I specifically got this job to work part-time. Um, okay. I went in, I went into my interview and I was kind of like, Hey, I'm doing this adventure in like yeah. six months. Is this okay? Um, and they were cool with it. And so I just got really lucky in terms of them just being willing to take me on and go part-time. Nice. Yeah. Um, for, for me, um, it's the same kind of thing. Like we talked about it, like don't want to really work 40 hours a week, would rather enjoy the experience, especially since, you know, we paid everything up front with the van. So it's just like yeah. um, right now we don't really have many expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I was thinking for sure I was going to have to find a new job because my job is like pretty corporate, I guess. Yeah. Um, like a pretty standard nine to five. Um, but like in July, I, I, was, I was starting to look for jobs, but I also just kind of floated out there to my boss. And he even he was like, yeah, like I'll talk to HR, but I don't really think that's going to work out. Um, yep, yep. And then he came back with good news, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so we got it all figured out um, to work 20 hours a week. So that felt pretty lucky too, um, especially because this was like, Oh, actually a major stressor for me that I don't really think about that much anymore. Um, we, we started on our trip in September and that's when I turned 26. Um, oh. so I, I had to buy, I was on my mom's healthcare before, so I had to yeah. start buying my own healthcare. So if I didn't have like a, a good job with healthcare, that would be a big yeah. bummer. Yeah. So do you want to let everybody guys, let everybody know like what you guys are doing for jobs right now? And then I know we talked about this this last weekend when we saw you guys, but do you guys foresee like continuing with the like part-time work or going back to full-time like once the van life kind of stuff is over? I mean, I guess assuming that it will at some point, I don't know if you guys <laughs> plan on <laughs> continuing to do it. But. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I mean, I do really like working 20 hours a week. Like there's just not a lot of stress. Like you have a lot of time you feel like to get out there and enjoy different experiences. Um, 
but I think, I mean, probably I'll go back up to 40 hours eventually um, when we're done living in the van. Um, just because, I mean, I don't know, like right now we're wandering around and there's a lot of different experiences I have all, all the time, but I do, I do enjoy my work. Oh yeah, sorry. And um, what I'm doing for work <laughs> is uh, I'm a software developer. Um, so basically I do web development um, for Ameriprise Financial. Um, yeah, so work on websites. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and for me, um, I'm in digital marketing. Um, so I do a lot of like social media advertising as well as all over the web. Um, and then in terms of going part-time or continuing to work part-time, like Peter said, I really enjoy it. Um, but I think that being part-time and working, my biggest challenge has just been that although it doesn't keep me from from a career, it keeps from advancing your career. Mm-hmm. So I get stuck with doing the less exciting jobs at work. Yeah. Um, so I think that that would be a reason for me to go back to, going full, to working full-time just so that I can be – like, I don't want to say I'm not reliable, but because you aren't working the whole week, they just can't rely on you to jump in when they need help whenever. So yeah. that'd be a reason for me to go full-time again. And so do you guys, I know we talked about that, like you're, were you always planning on just doing it kind of for a, a year and then stopping or has that changed ever? Um, or did you always kind of think that this was just going to be like a fun thing that you could go explore while we're young and just get these awesome experience for experiences for a year and then kind of come back and settle down a little bit and um just kind of see obviously not having like too many plans but um being a little bit practical about it maybe or did that not really (laughs) come into play too much yeah i i I would say everything's still up in the air right now Mm -hmm. i think when we originally set out to do it it was like we we need to do this for at least a year um just to kind of like make it worth it you know you wouldn't want to like go through all this work and then like three months later be like uh I don't know about this. And yeah, like, yeah. I, just, I think the original mindset was like, well, we'll stick it out for a year, which, which makes it sound like it's, it's a grind, which like now that we've been doing it, it's turned out not to be, um, yeah, yeah. but we didn't know going into it. So we're like, well, we'll do it for at least a year. Then we'll see. And I, I would say that that's still kind of the attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're getting married in September. So I feel like that could be a natural breaking point or, I don't know if we don't feel ready to get a house and sell down. We'll just mm-hmm. keep going. Not sure yet. You guys are going to get to like right towards the end of the year. And then the Canadian border is going to open and then <laughs> a whole new country. <laughs> to go to <laughs> and Do you guys want to kind of describe um, what you're excited? You guys kind of have a kind of a route plan. It's like this first half. I know you were kind of creeping up towards the East coast and doing some of that. And then I know, I think Abby, you guys met your guys' family for Christmas down, maybe down in Florida and then came back up and then are maybe now playing on the West coast. Is that kind of what that transition looks like? Yeah. Um, so like you said, we started out and we went to the um, upper peninsula and then kind of worked our way. Um, Peter's sister lives in Vermont. So then we saw her spent a lot of time on the East coast. Um, and then, yeah, we went and worked our way down to Florida um, for Christmas with my family. Um, and then after this, we're going to visit a friend in Colorado. And then um, we actually don't have any super solid plans yet after that. Kind of just kind of just hoping to enjoy the um, Southwest a little bit and then eventually just work our way up the coast and come back as necessary. Yeah. And it, it, reading your blog post, it seems like 
like two super i mean obviously there's been a i'm sure there's been a ton of really cool scenery and like different places like state parks and that kind of stuff that you've been able to go to but what stuck out for me is it seems like you guys have been able to go to a ton of really good like restaurants breweries and see a ton of like cool wildlife do you have any um i guess what's been like let's start with like the food experience it seems like there's always in some of your blogs like a really good restaurant that you guys went to and i'm sure not all of them that you've gone to have been awesome but it seems like you've been to some really cool ones yeah um yeah, like you said, we do get a pretty good mix of experiences, which is cool. Like, we'll usually spend a couple of days, like, hiking. Like, so we have a four-day weekend, so we'll spend a couple of days hiking, and then maybe we'll go to a city and bike around, um, get some food and beer. Um, I can't I can't think of a particular restaurant that really crushed it. I guess um, in – okay, one food item that sticks out is in um, Bar Harbor in Maine. Yep. We got this pizza. It was like a wood-fired pizza and it was like chorizo and apple and wow. it had this like this like spicy aioli on it. That was like <laughs> pretty, pretty freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, dessert pizza? Is that right? Is that what chorizo? No, it, chorizo. It, chorizo is like a spicy sausage. So oh, it was like a it was like a kind of Yeah. It was, but the apples added like a little sweetness. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That was good. Also, good. I would just say, um, yeah, we got to get seafood in Maine, which is mm-hmm. like pretty good place mm-hmm. to get it. Um, nice. Same with Florida. We yeah. ate good seafood in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw alligators down in Florida. Is that what I, is that what I read? Well, we saw one alligator oh, yeah. while we were driving, so it wasn't anything. <laughs> we just saw it like in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. So has it been, um, have you noticed? As far as like spending has been concerned, um, how how much are you guys kind of like paying attention to the budget wise? And like I'm sure, obviously, since you're just living in the does, sorry, I'm trying to connect some of these thoughts here. Comparing it to like what you were spending before, right? Like just when you were just living in the Twin Cities and working full time. Um, obviously, you probably have less food in the van, so maybe you don't like you don't have as many groceries. But then, like on the flip side, you're probably like eating out more since you are traveling all the time. Um, have you noticed like any crazy increase in spending like, or has that been pretty reasonable? I would say I don't, I personally haven't noticed a big difference between living in the van and when we were living in Minneapolis. Um, we're able to fit a whole week's worth of food in the fridge. Um, like oh, the nice. only time we eat out, I think, cause I plan all of our meals. So um, we probably only eat out once or twice a week, twice at oh, the most. Great. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I think that's helped keep costs down. Um, and then I think my gauge is based on like how much I'm saving. Um, yep. And I would say that I'm saving just as much, if not a little more than I was when we were living in Minneapolis. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So do you think that's just because like you're not spending it on rent and you're not spending it on utilities and food and like all that extra kind of stuff or? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, like even when we were living in Minneapolis or I felt like our entertainment was going to breweries and yeah. that's still what we do. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, we're skipping out on the added, well, I guess we still have a gym membership, but it's less expensive. Um, and then like our utilities, so to speak, is just gas. Yeah. So 
Peter said your gym membership is less of the gym part, but more of the shower part. <laughs> yeah, so we have a, a gym membership at Planet Fitness. That, uh, we call it Planet Shower. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically all over the country, so we just go in there and shower. Because that's another question people ask, like, how often do you shower? Mm-hmm. Um, and typically, it's like we don't have to go more than three days without either, like, you know, like bathing in a lake or something or finding a planet fitness to shower at. We did one time and when we were in Maine for three weeks and um, like the area we were in for a while didn't have any planet fitnesses and there's a bunch of campsites, but they're all closed for the season. So it was November. Oh. So we did. And it was pretty cold. And it was cold. So we weren't going to go lake. So we went 12 days without showering once. That's, oh, no. that's the so is that, I always, so is that not like, overhead showering or not even like wiping down with some water no, that's that's we we did like bird baths we call them yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> bird baths I like that. <laughs> so what is kind of I'm, I'm i'm interested in if you guys are only eating out like once or twice a week what is like your has your food changed from like obviously like you're probably it probably changed a little bit since your fridge isn't as big as what you would have had but um what kind of stuff are you like prepping and making and um yeah Yeah, so um, when we were living and working in Minneapolis, we would prep um, our lunches. Um, But now we switched to eating snacks, which I think will continue. Snacks for lunch. It's so awesome. We have like granola bars, apples and cheese, some kind of meat maybe, like beef jerky or something. Um, But otherwise, like breakfast and dinner are um, relatively the same. Um, But like you said, I would say like we make less Asian foods just because those are random condiments that you're yeah. not going to use in a lot of other things. Um, but like I would say we eat pretty well. Yeah, like we still make like I would say the vast majority of meals we made at home, like for dinners, um, we still make. For mm-hmm. breakfast, we don't have a ton of variety, but I don't really need yeah. a ton of variety for breakfast. Yeah, but yeah. like we have a, you know, we have plenty of fridge space. Um, mm-hmm. We have plenty of pantry space and we have a ton of spices. So um, yeah, just refrigerated condiments are the only thing yeah. we're really missing out on. But um, oh. other than that, we're, we're pretty good. Yep. So when you guys were designing your van and kind of thinking about like the fridge space and like other things that you guys wanted, did you guys like find a plan online somewhere of like what your van looks like now? Or was it just like all like pieced together on your own and you guys kind of came up with the plan yourself? Yeah, I would say like for those kind of specific things, we pretty much just came up with a plan ourselves. Like there's some some kind of factors that limited us in what we could do. Like obviously you're not going to have a full size fridge um or even uh, like with our fridge actually we mainly picked it based off of like size and price mm-hmm. because it's a it's a 12 volt fridge so it's almost like a cooler style with a flip open lid um and those things are pretty dang expensive but for a van it's worth it because it runs directly off the 12 volts um you don't need to run it through the inverter and also um they're like really efficient they use a lot less electricity um so just kind of looking at those it's like okay we want to get one that's big enough but you can spend like 500 bucks on one of those things if you get like the nicest one so it's just like how much are we willing to spend like is this going to be enough um and it turned out to be pretty much just right like as once we go grocery shopping it'll be pretty full to the brim um and then at the end of the week it'll be almost empty yeah pretty efficient probably Mm -hmm. you're probably not buying a ton of like extra stuff that you're not going to eat right like i'm 
Like there's definitely some stuff in our fridge that's like, oh, that's how long has that been there? It's like, especially with roommates, like, is that mine? Like, I don't, I don't think that's yeah. mine. Yeah. Well, so maybe it yeah. is. Abby's actually a master of that. Even before we lived in the van, she like was really good at, um, you know, sitting down and planning meals for the whole week that eliminate like food waste. So nice. whatever we buy, making sure that we're using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is cooking been? Because I know you guys have a a two two burner kind of stove. Um, I would assume that maybe the cooking's not as bad, but like, how are the dishes? Is that like a bigger inconvenience or not? Not too bad. I would say the biggest inconvenience is the water is just always cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, um, so we just have a our sink's just a foot pump, yep. which is good because we have only fourteen gallons of water. So if you had like a electric pump, you could run through that pretty quick. Yep. But it's like with a foot pump, it lasts us about ten days. But if you have something that's like really greasy and gross, like you can't, yeah. like it's hard to like, you can't just like blast it with water. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of hard to do that, but it's not that bad. Yeah. And especially things like that. Like, if, yeah, it probably does take more time to do the dishes where if you're working full time and like you get home from work and you're exhausted, like that seems like a big deal. But like when you have all this time, like doing these little tasks doesn't seem so like frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of enjoying where do you process. guys get your water to like fill up the big jugs of water that's uh it's always <laughs> a gamble kind of <laughs> so like if we get lucky like freeway rest stops will be a pretty good place like if you get lucky someone will have like a faucet on the side or something um or campgrounds a lot of times will have like a um pump like a well mm-hmm. uh we have done it a couple times in just like bathroom sinks that takes <laughs> seriously forever like I, I bet i stood there for like because we have so we, uh, i should clarify we have like this um funnel with a tube coming out of it so so we can fill it up from a sink if we need to um but i probably spent like 45 minutes one yeah. time like in this public bathroom one of those motion centered ones yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and it seriously just was one of those ones with like four little streams that are just like super slowly trickling out so I'm just standing there like this is gonna take forever i hope nobody comes in here it's super weird have you guys noticed a difference between like states as far as like convenience wise for a lot of that a lot of that kind of stuff or is it really just like kind of like uh area of the say like town kind of specific or have you noticed a big difference in any of them um i would say when we were out east i didn't notice a big difference um yeah. like with water especially that's the one thing that is always kind of in the back of my mm-hmm. mind like once we get rid of one jug, so we're to halfway down, it's just kind of always eating away at me. Like we need to find more water. Like so I'm gonna keep an eye out. Um, but but so like out east, I don't think that's changed. But I would say like I think maybe out west it'll be a little easier. Like yeah. maybe there will be some more like open water sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you have a favorite state on the east side that you guys visited? Uh, my favorite state for sure was Maine. Um, I just felt like you got a good mixture of like you go inland and there's a bunch of cool mountains, a lot of cool hiking. Um, I think we would like to go back and do some paddling too. Um, But then you go on the coast and then there's still some outdoorsy stuff to do there. Um, But there's just, there's like Portland and there's Bar Harbor. So you get that town vibe too. So you can try restaurants, you can, you can try breweries. Um, So I would just say like all around, that was definitely my favorite state that we've been to. Cool. Yeah, I agree. I, I love Maine. Um, 
I, I would have been telling people it kind of remind me of Minnesota, but like having mountains, mm-hmm. like same kind of, you know, um, flora, um, I guess. And yeah, yeah. just like kind of a cooler landscape. Um, I also, I also really do enjoy Vermont. I mean, most of the time we were there, we were hanging out with my sister. Um, yeah. that's another place that's really beautiful and also has a ton of great yeah. beer. So yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys spend a lot of like, um, like just as much time kind of in the city as opposed to like out like camping in state parks and that kind of stuff? Or was it, do you guys find yourself kind of drawn to one or the other more? Um, I would, I feel like we're probably in the woods more. Yeah. that's what I was And then when we're not, like if we're okay. in a city, like for example, our van broke down and we were just stuck in the city for like a week. And I was just telling Peter, I can't wait to just oh, be no. at a campsite. Like I can't yeah. wait to just not be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would say we definitely gravitate towards the woods because if we can find a good campsite in the woods to work at, mm-hmm. um, so we work Monday through Wednesday usually, like that's awesome because it's nice and quiet. Like, just you can go for a walk after you're done working. Like that's really cool. And then, and then usually on the weekends we try to get in like a couple good hikes, mm-hmm. like especially when we're in, like mountainous areas. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it seems to me like if we want to spend time in the city, we'll mostly just go there for like one day. And we call that scumming it because <laughs> there usually won't be like a great place to stay. Um, so we just kind of like park like in a public parking lot or like on the street, like in the middle of like a uh, commercial area. Yep. <laughs> so so <laughs> that one, that's going to be tough because that's like the one time when you can't just like go to the bathroom. So yeah. yeah be a little careful about that yeah you guys have probably met some pretty cool people just in the pro- the whole process but also if you're like out in those like if you're camping kind of out in the woods and stuff i would assume a lot of the people that are drawn to those places are like probably pretty like-minded yeah um actually like our first week in the van we um were in um oh my gosh munising in the upper peninsula of michigan and oh, we had the van open and we were working and we met two people from Minneapolis which oh, was no way. <laughs> and yeah and they like invited us to their campsite we hung out with them had some beers like that was really fun um and then yeah like along the way I would say um we'll be eating and we were in Millinocket in Maine and yep. the bartender was like hey like is that your van out there I feel like that's <laughs> a big conversation starter too yeah, yeah. um and he actually had lived in a van oh, nice. for a while um, so yeah, I would say we have met like quite a few people. Um, I don't think we've met quite as many like current van dwellers as yeah. I would have expected. Okay. Um, but I think that that'll be um, something that we experience a little more out west. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah, from your experiences traveling around to all these different states, and I know your your time is just getting started. Um, have you guys thought about potentially ever moving to any of these oh. different states, or do you think that you're still pretty rooted in Minnesota or the Midwest. Um, <laughs> Too early. Yeah, I would say yeah. It's uh, we're not really going into this with like a attitude of like finding the best place to live. I mean, like maybe if we got somewhere and we're like, this is like the coolest place on earth, um, then we'd maybe like think about it. But I think we're both pretty set on you know, settling back in Minnesota. Um, we just really love it here. We have a bunch of friends here, our families right here. Um, so yeah. And I think, 
I mean, Minnesota is beautiful. Um, there's lots to do. Um, obviously like, you know, there, there's not mountains, like you're not going to hike, do any crazy hikes. You're not going to get a bunch of good skiing and stuff, but I would rather just, you know, live and like spend my day-to-day life, like closer to the people I love. And then, you know, go do that stuff on big, exciting trips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's kind of, cause I was talking with, um, Zach, your brother, Mitch, who's out in Portland, obviously. Um, cause I like, do you guys think you'll stay out there after you get done with school or whatnot. And he's like, honestly, it's like, if all of our people lived in Portland, we'd stay here. Right. If it was like, yeah. if it was yeah. from Port- like I could just move everybody in Minnesota that I, like I love and whatever they hang out with and move them to Portland. Like he'd do that. But the fact that like, everybody that he hangs out with and is super close to is here. Like just kind of um, just like prioritizes like this area a little, a little bit more, which kind of mm-hmm. sounds like that's what you guys are thinking. Yeah. But it yeah. is cool. I feel like just to have all those experiences in your back pocket. So then you can be a little more like intentional about your trips. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, like we either like talk to some people about this cool thing that we didn't get to do, or we did this cool thing. Like you were talking about in Maine. It's like, now we know like, Oh, like, we're definitely gonna get the most bang for our buck going to Maine because we know we've already been there so we know some cool things to do and we know some other stuff that we could probably do this time yeah definitely I think that's a good point like we'll get a sense of places we want to go back to and then also what's cool is like you know even once we like have a house we'll we're planning to keep the van so we could probably you know like in the summer take like a month and like go somewhere and maybe work some that time not work some that time um so like we'll still be able to go out on like some pretty cool like mm-hmm. big trips I think, um, yep. but yeah probably probably just want to keep home base around here. Yeah, nice. Is there anything that you're specifically looking forward to this uh, second half of the U.S.? Um, I'm super excited. Mm, such a good question. Um. <laughs> I'm just, there's a lot of like national forests and national parks in California that I'm excited for. Um, I think like everyone always thinks about the coast um, and there's a lot of stuff inland that I just have, has been on my list for a while of things I want to go and visit and visit. So I think that's probably what I'm most excited for. Yeah. I think I've been talking to people a lot about this, like um, this last week while we've been home, but I think what we're looking forward to a lot too, is it should just be easier out Mm -hmm. there. Like, out east, it could be kind of hard sometimes to find good spots, especially when we need cell phone service. Um, but out west, there's just so much space and public land that I think it should be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I think the people should be a lot more like aware of kind of peop- like van life and like more maybe like cool with it um, too. And But if you're talking about a specific place out west, um, I'm really excited for all of it. I just... I'm really excited to explore a bunch of the national parks. Um, yeah, but I, I'm pretty pumped to go to the Pacific Northwest. Um, uh, it'll be fun to be around, you know, Mitchell Fritz in Portland. He'll probably give us a bunch of really cool stuff to do. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Washington State. Um, yeah, but really, like, I'm just looking forward to all of it. Yeah. And do you guys have? It seems like you got. Oh, I guess. Have you guys had pretty like? friends or, or family kind of spread out pretty pretty well throughout the u.s or has it just been like has it not been because i know mitchell's out in portland mary and winchell are in vermont i know peter we've got some high school friends up in uh new york um so i feel like there's kind of it's hasn't been nice like kind of probably enough people that you can 
like after being by yourselves for like two or three weeks or whatever, then you get to see kind of a friendly face that you're familiar with every once in a while. Has that been nice? Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely been good. I mean, they're not, yeah, we, we have friends decently scattered. They're not everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I would say it's, it's pretty nice after, you know, like three or four weeks of being, um, not just like on the road, but honestly, kind of alone like it's mostly just us in the van just to see some you know familiar people and talk to them Mm -hmm. um or also just uh because like we said we're mostly in the woods just even when we meet like strangers and um talk to them for a night like not like it's not like we're sick of each other but it's just nice to have like another perspective or like yeah i know for sure someone else to um chat with so do you have a a quick question this is going off again i don't know i don't know why this start came in my head and abby i don't know if you're a dog person but have you guys ever think about getting a dog to have in the van too yeah when we um were building the van we're like i can't wait to have a dog we're just gonna go place and it's gonna feel right and we're gonna just rescue one um but the more we thought about it it just became a little more restricting in terms of like well we can't go on the hike that we want to, if we have a dog or are we going to be able to train it as well as we want to? And all these other like things that come with being a dog owner. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we're going to wait, which is a bummer because I want a dog. So we're like ready. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we, we just kind of discussed it one day and we're like, well, like, especially like, I mean, you can take a dog hiking, but if you got a puppy, it's like, well, we can't go on like an 11 mile hike probably with a puppy. Um, or it's like, if we want to go spend the day biking around a city, um, can't really do that with the dog. So Mm it's just kind of like, um, as much as we want one, it's just like, let's just kind of focus on like making the most of what we're doing right now. And then we have a lot of time to have a dog when we have a house. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. So how do you guys decide like when you're going to leave where you are? Like, do you guys have like your like next couple weeks, like already planned, like this day we're going to leave or is it more so just like when you're ready to leave like a state or where you're staying for the night? Um, yeah, I would say that, um, the first part of our trip, we kind of had it laid out on like when we need to be where, especially with the holidays that came up. Um, starting out, we thought we needed to be back in Minnesota for Thanksgiving. So we were just kind of trying to zip through stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And then when it came to like specific places, it kind of just depends on um, like if we felt good, like some nights we would get to where we thought we were going to stay to work for the week. And we would just kind of look at each other and be like, I don't feel good about this place. I just don't think this is right for us right now. So then we'd kind of hurry through the next couple of days. Um, I do think that if we keep saying this, Um, But I think going out west is just going to be a little bit different. Um, This next leg, we have four months before we have to be back to Minnesota for anything. So I think that's kind of why we don't have a plan because, Mm -hmm. like, I'm expecting us to get to a place and feel really good about it and maybe stay um, for however long we want. Um, I could be wrong. I could eat my words later. Um, But that's just kind of what I'm anticipating. Nice a great schedule to live by yeah Yeah. so have you guys done before this have have you guys done much traveling to like either the east coast or the west coast or um or not so much uh i mean we've done it here and there like we've done a road trip to colorado actually when the van was still when we were still building it we took it out to like montana and wyoming um we've been to portland together 
we've been to Alaska with my family for Thanksgiving when Michael was up oh, there. Yes. Yep. Um, we visited Mary Winchell, Vermont. So mm-hmm. I, w- I would say we were probably doing like one or two like flight trips yeah. per year before mm-hmm. this. So going off of that, um, if there's any couples who are listening to this podcast who are, I don't know if they're like just wondering kind of how that dynamic changed, if it did at all, or maybe they're thinking that like, this could be something that we'd like to do. Um, can you guys maybe give one thing that was like, how like the dynamic maybe changed in your relationship, if, if anything did. And then maybe if somebody was um, thinking about doing this themselves, like some advice that you guys like that you'd like wish you knew when you started like, Hey, like maybe we should just talked about this more or not, or done this something different. If that makes sense. Um, so in terms of dynamic, I think the, my number one thing is I feel like when you're in such a small space with one person for so long, um, you really just learn how to communicate. And I feel like I've learned a lot about myself, about how I communicate with Peter and how, just like listening. I don't know. There's like so many things in terms of just communication about like making sure I really listen and making sure that I share my thoughts and feelings as soon as they come up. Um, And yeah, I don't know. Like that's my thing. You're both in the band. So if something happens, you go for a walk in the woods, but at some point you're going to have to come back to the band. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say I have a couple of thoughts on this. So one thing, like Abby's saying, like if stuff comes up and we get frustrated at each other, like you're kind of staring in the face, yeah, <laughs> right away. Like you, you, there's no like coming beating back the bush. later. Yeah, no mm-hmm. being. Yeah, that's yeah. A better word. No yeah. being around the bush. Um, and I think that's actually pretty healthy. I don't really think we bicker any more than we did before, mm-hmm. more or less. Um, probably about the same, but I think we we have pretty healthy conversations. Like when we do, um, the other thing I wanted to say, like, this doesn't relate to us cause we're pretty open with each other, but it's just like, uh, in the advice realm, it's like, if you were thinking about doing this and you're the kind of person who like, you know, likes to keep some things like a mystery in your relationship, you know, like that's, <laughs> there's, no, there's no secrets when you live in a van. Day, so. Um, I, in terms of advice for me, I would say. And and maybe this is different because Peter and I are both pretty quiet, I would say. Like, we're both introverted. Um, that's how we get recharged. Um, but I would say, like, just be okay with it being quiet. I yeah. think that that's, like, such an important part of, like, being outside and, like, going on an adventure with somebody. Like, yeah, you want to share all this, but just be quiet and enjoy the moment. I think that that's something that is yeah. really important and that would be a piece of advice for me yeah i agree with that because like we're literally always together yeah but physically but it literally feels like we have alone time where like we're both either like reading or working on something mm-hmm. and you kind of go in your own headspace um so yeah i think that will have to fill with words right or yeah. Going exactly. Yeah. exactly which I- Pierre, you mentioned that you guys have been kind of bookworms over the course of this. Uh, how many books do you think you guys have read so far? <laughs> uh, I feel like it depends. Like when the when the weather was nicer, we weren't reading as much. But when we when the weather was cold and like it, it was starting to get dark, right when we finished working, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have much to do but read. I, so I'd say probably for the length of the trip, 
I was averaging like a book every two weeks. Um, so that would be, yeah, eight books by this point. Probably yeah. it might be a little higher than nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. I should keep track of that on, on no. your chalkboard. <laughs> yeah. How many days you haven't showered? Looks <laughs> red. Like, oh, that was not so great. This one, yeah, I'm getting smarter. So, so, so what do you guys do? I guess I just thought of this with books. Like, you obviously, I mean, I guess I don't know if you guys have like a little library of books or whatever. But do you guys just like get like them from like a used or, bookstore, or yeah. do you guys like sell them after you've read them? Or like, what do you guys do with that? We both have Kindles, um, oh. and which we both love physical books. So, which we will have a library when we have a house. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, we'll catch ourselves at a bookstore and we'll buy one just that we are really excited to have later. Um, or like when we went to Vermont, Mary let me borrow a book and I just brought it here and now she can take it home. Um, so we kind of do a little bit of book swapping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly use our Kindles. That's a way better idea. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody wants to follow along in your guys' kind of adventure here, I know you guys have a blog. Do you guys um, – where would people be able to find you? Um, yeah, we mostly just have a blog. We don't really do much on social media. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Abby has a personal Instagram account if you <laughs> want to see, like, a few pictures of me maybe. <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah I, I would say we've been actually kind of intentional about um keeping stuff off social media just mm-hmm. because um like and I'm not saying this is true for everyone but at least for me it's just like if I get into um like the mentality that I'm like oh like I need to show this to everyone this is really cool then that will kind of take away from me just enjoying it yeah um yeah, so we have the blog. We write most. I mean, most people I read are just like friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you mind if you share that on here? Yeah, no, go for it. Yeah, yeah like just, yeah, for anyone to read, I'm cool with it. I just, you know, yeah. like if we're sitting there having a really cool moment, I don't want to be worried about like getting the yeah. best photo mm-hmm. for my Instagram. So, yeah. but our blog is roamsandrambles.blog. Everybody nice. wants to yeah. just follow along. Cool, and I'll put that. We we post a podcast. Um, post every monday when, when these podcasts come or, yeah when we put out these podcasts we'll so put that in there for sure so you guys will probably get like 10 more <laughs> listeners <laughs> oh yeah um, awesome well um we just want to thank you guys again for taking time out of your day to kind of meet with us and talk about the amazing adventure you're on right now with each other um it was obviously amazing to, to catch up with you guys last weekend in person um and we're super excited to keep reading about all your experiences through your blog so we just want to thank you again and have a safe and fun rest of your uh, adventure. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for tuning into the Voyager Way podcast. Follow us on social media at the Voyager Way for more content from all our outdoor adventures and plenty of how-to videos to get you started on some adventures of your own.